to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Hello and welcome back to Spreading the Good Stuff. This is episode number 24. I'm Katrina Myers. I'm Leonie Cannon. And I'm Christy O'Brien. So lovely to be back in your ears today. Um, today we're going to be talking about comparison. And yeah, I think it's something that we all struggle with. Uh, I think at the end of the last episode we described it as comparison is the devil. And I remember when one of my dear friends said that to me and it was it is... Um, Certainly very true, and I think, yeah, we'll be talking to you today about our experiences of it. We're going to, um, yeah, share, I guess, how that has impacted on our lives and how we experience comparison, and then probably chat to you about some of the things that we all do to try to combat that. Um, yeah, and hopefully that's helpful to you. I think, yeah, as I said, I think it's something that everybody struggles with at different times, no matter where you're at in your life or what you're doing, it's, um, yeah, something that you all relate to for sure. So um, I might cross over to Leonie and she can mm-hmm. tell us about her experience of comparison. Uh, I think the first thing is just to put it out there that it's something that we all experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's nobody who escapes it. Um, I think for me, I it, it probably shows up for me most when I'm not in touch with myself where when I'm maybe feeling a little bit lost or um, you know just kind of looking around and uh, instead of sort of focusing on what I'm doing and and where I'm wanting to be it's when I'm yeah maybe feeling a bit fragile or just yeah a little bit lost with with where I'm where I'm heading that's when I start looking sideways Mm. or upwards or downwards Um, (laughs) but but when yeah I've, I've noticed sort of patterns over the years when I'm you know in a really good place and I'm really focused on who I am what's important to me you know when my values are really clear when I'm in, in alignment with those values then I'm just kind of focused on my thing and what I'm doing and I don't look around anywhere near as much so um, I don't know if you girls experience that but that's that's definitely how it kind of shows up and manifests for me it's it's when I'm I guess it, it's an indicator to me as well at the time when it when I'm feeling that I'm comparing myself to others that I need to do a bit of work on yeah, myself. Mm, yeah, there's yeah. something there's something going on for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of rather than getting frustrated when I find myself comparing myself to others because it makes me feel like crap when I do it. Mm. Um, that's sort of an opportunity for me to go. Okay, what's what's happening here mm. for me, and what do I need to to do some work on? Um, that's awesome, though, that you can recognise that. Like, that's a level of self-awareness in itself, really, isn't it? Because a lot of people can get stuck in comparison without actually realising mm. it. But what you're saying is you've now identified that almost as a trigger. So when you start comparing yourself, you know yeah. things aren't quite right. And don't get me wrong, like, there in that moment, whether it's, you know, seeing something on social media or just, you know, hearing that someone else is doing something that I, you know, when, when I want to be just feeling super happy for them, instead of that, I might get this feeling of, oh, gosh, what am I doing wrong and mm. I'm not doing so well in this area. They're the emotions that I feel at the time. Mm-hmm. It's that envy, envy and, a, you know, sometimes it can be a jealousy kind of feeling. 
that stuff happens and it's usually, uh, you know, a little bit later that mm-hmm. I can, okay, I don't want to be feeling like this. This is not, this is not who I am. So what have I got to do to turn that around? And they might yeah. be fleeting sometimes, those those kind of feelings, feelings as well, but it's when they sort of hang around and they weigh you down. That's, They're uncomfortable Yeah, feelings, and that's though. when you kind of oh, go, yeah. you know, you don't like being in that space. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. How, how does it show up for you, Chris? Well, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that and when you said um, when you have times when you're kind of feeling a bit, um, I was feeling feeling small was the sort of description I was yeah. thinking, you know, when you just yeah. want to play small and you want to hide within yourself. Yeah. But I've always had this ability to say, even out loud, that I don't care what people think. Which is actually bullshit because I know deep down I actually (laughs) do. Like I really do. So I kind of got to a point. And you should care what people think. I know, I know. But you know, like that line that people run with. Oh, I don't care what people think. Couldn't get less of anything. It's like, well, you should care (laughs) to an extent. Don't let it rule your life, but you should care. And I think it's as I've got older and and I suppose done a little bit of work in this space and and realised that. that caring or not caring and, and comparison are, can be sort of different things as well. But um, comparison is tricky because I probably don't compare myself um, to other people, but I might care sort of what's happening. In, I compare what's happening in my life perhaps um, to other people. And that certainly shows up when it comes to kids, you know, whether mm. your kids are babies and your babies doesn't sleep and everyone mm. else's baby sleeps or when they're toddlers and your toddler bites and no one else's toddler bites. <laughs> and, and then when they're teenagers, you've got a perfect teenager and my teenager's a brat, you know, like yeah. it's that whole kind of, it's really hard not to compare. And, um, and I think when you get caught up in what other people are doing and other people's kids in particular, then you are losing sight of what your own kids are, are doing. And um, it is really hard because I think, and social media is something that you brought up, Lee, and we'll talk about that, in, I think, in the next episode, um, that it's really, really hard. Social media makes it worse because you only see the good stuff on social yeah. media. You know, mostly you see everyone everyone doing well, everyone's smashing it. So that doesn't help when you're feeling small and, and perhaps mm. like you're not kicking lots of goals. Um, so for me, it's sort of, um, it comes and goes, but it, it does come when you are feeling low and you maybe in one area in your life you might have you might be having a battle at work, for example. And so that one battle at work can make you feel crap about everything in life or you might be struggling with one of your kids and then mm. that then impacts how you approach your work. So I've definitely um, – I have trouble compartmentalising it, is mm. that the word? Which perhaps isn't – it's like balance. Maybe it doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah. Like we don't live in a silo, do we? No. I don't know. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah it's about really you, Katrina? Tricky. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with, you know, and, and a lot of um, commonalities to what both of you said, and, and especially what you said, Leonie, about what I'm now able to recognise is when I go into comparison is when I'm not happy with where I'm at mm-hmm. with something. Uh, and I think comparison for me is something I've really struggled with over the years, like particularly I know, you know, in episodes um, in the past where we've talked about our difficult relationships and, yeah, sure. you know, that pati- particularly difficult friendship that I had, it was all I think there was a, I was doing a lot of comparing, yeah, um, and constantly comparing myself to that person, and that you know really you both probably were probably that's right, yeah, exactly, which is very negative, and it was a very negative cycle for me, and it took me a long time to realize what was happening and that I was actually doing that, mm. and so I think now I'm a lot more aware when I start comparing, but now it's more I find for me it might be I will compare myself 
sometimes like what you say, Chris, with the kids, mm. um, oh. you know, like to what other or other parents, like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not as good as that mother or, yeah. you know, sometimes it's really silly things in your mm. head, you know, it'll be silly comparisons. And, and, and then other times it'll be like in, so in, in work ways or in business or so yeah. now I'll often compare myself to entrepreneurs because I'm you know I really want to be an entrepreneur mm. or whatever or I really want to succeed in business and so that's the sort of thing that I'll get comparison in those areas um, but again like you Lee I'm a lot more aware of it now so I can see it happening or feel it happening even though sometimes I can still get a bit stuck in it I can then say oh hang on I need to do something about this yeah yeah so I've it's definitely something I struggle with a lot. Um, and I think, as you said, Chris, with social media and all that sort of stuff, it's really easy to do. The other thing I did just want to mention, though, is that sometimes comparison can be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah sometimes yeah. it can be inspiring. Mm. Yeah, of course. You know, like it's it's not always negative. It's no. actually sometimes it can be quite motivating. But it can bring the negative feelings out. That's probably the, I mean, we are hardwired to kind of, you know, sort of, Go to the negative. Jump to the negative before yes. the positive. So, unfortunately, when you are feeling comparison, often that's the first port of call. It is. the negative feeling around. And that's, that's right. when you need to get really curious about the feeling yeah. and dig down into it and, and try and flip that. Yeah. Which yeah. It, it's not always easy to do, but if you can get really curious about it and start questioning why is this going on, why am yeah. I feeling like this, and, and then how can I maybe use this feeling yeah, yeah. To, to drive me along. And also, so, finding the positives. That's you know, right. like yeah. in any situation, even particularly if it's with a child, you know, they might, you might be really struggling and comparing them to their mates or their friendship group. It's like, but, you know, look at the good that he or she is doing. That's or, right. You know, because everyone has good bits and bad bits. Gosh, none of us are perfect. No. You no. know, when it comes to kids, we sometimes expect them to be these perfect little specimens mm. that always do the right thing, you know. And, and ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, Lee, like, just on that then, what, mm. what do you do? I mean, it'd be nice to move into now some of the things that we all do to try to combat yeah. that, that comparison or when we recognise yeah. that it's happening. Or And depending on how... <clears throat> how significant the feeling is and <clears throat> excuse me how stuck I get in it um, I'll do different things but definitely um, the thing that I, that has worked for me <clears throat> somebody else might want to take over I'm drink of water <laughs> Chris how about you what do you do <clears throat> yeah and um, we were talking about this before and um, it's it's the positive mindset mm. which we talked about but it's also combating that negative self-talk and that takes a lot of discipline mm. like whether it be you know a daily meditation that you do um, writing down what you're grateful for and because it is training your brain like it's that and and, and your sister Erin talks about this a lot um, Leone with you know that that front part of your brain um, is where all that negative self-talk come from but you can change that yeah. You know, and we didn't always know that, did we, in, in science? And science actually tells us now that we can change that part of our brain. So we can change the conversation of negative um, self-talk. And I think, which you touched on at the start with comparison and judgment, it's really normal, Katrina. So not to beat ourselves up about it. Yeah. And I know as a really positive person for, for a long time, I'm like, I shouldn't be thinking that. Like, I'm, that's not who I say I am, you know? Like, well, that's just ridiculous because we all have times when we do compare and we are feeling judgmental whether it be about other people or even just ourselves mm. you know mm-hmm. so I try not to um I try and change my conversation you know around that kind of more positive self-talk because the negative self-talk can be crippling like so crippling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know we've all been there and I struggle with it like mm. I really do it's it's a constant daily 
chore to keep on top of it. Mm. Mm. Have you recovered, Lee? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Um, So a couple of things, yeah. And the first, like I said before, is to just kind of apply that real curious mind to a why is this going on for me Um, and just to start asking some of those questions and digging down into it and then just kind of letting that, because it it is a feeling, like for me Mm. it's a physical feeling in my body. Um, so then just kind of letting that pass through. But, but if it is something that sort of stays with me and I really can't, can't move it, um, then I will. Like journaling, I think just mm. getting it down on paper, um, as, soon as, you, as soon as you've dumped it out of your brain, whatever it is that's going on for you, and then you read back over it, mm. it's kind, it just doesn't have its power anymore. It's yeah. there and you can see it for what it is. And then you can, it makes it easier to apply that voice of reason to it, I think. Um, but the thing that I do if I'm not journaling and I don't always have time to sit down and do that, I just have one word in my head and I I just try and apply it and that is generosity mm. and just that generosity of spirit and, and what whatever it is that I might be feeling, so if it's toward myself or if I'm, you know, feeling really comparing to somebody else and they're not feeling, you know, wishing that I was doing what they are doing or whatever it might be, I just try and be generous and I, so in the words of my own head and then in words that I would use to other people and... I don't know why, but for me, that just works every time. And it does work, you know. Like, yep. I know um, Gabby Bernstein was the first person who kind of I read about that just showed me this other option to choose love, you know, mm-hmm. open your heart. And Brene mm-hmm. Brown talks about this a lot too. Like, up until that point when I read that Gabby Bernstein book that I think you um, gave to me, Lee, which is probably going back maybe seven mm-hmm. or eight years now, it was yeah. just a revelation. Like, and yeah. I think it's called May Cause Miracles. Is that, is that is. the first one? Yep. That you thinking, can choose. I'm thinking, what, mm. what, what do you mean miracle? Like, what's she talking about? Yeah. And it bloody well is. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes finding a word that works for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And right now, and, and love, generosity, same kind of thing. Open-heartedness, But at whatever, the moment, yeah. like, that's actually a word, not specifically for comparison, but one of my words is with my sticky notes around the house mm-hmm. um, to, to try and those pattern interrupters that I use. Generosity is one of is one of my three words, and um, yeah, I just find for a lot of different things it helps enormously. But definitely, it's it's one for comparison for me that helps me really just move through it really quickly. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's probably that, and other practical things would be if I'm feeling fragile, and they're in the times that I'm I can get caught in comparison. Don't don't go near social media. Just know mm-hmm. this isn't a good time for me to be doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Un- unfollow this is this is maybe a controversial one but if there are people that you're following on social media that don't make you feel good about yourself yeah. you've got the power to decide whether you, you follow do. it or yeah. not so just unfollow it and start following more people who are you know generous kind of people themselves and and who you can look up to and who you can kind of you know that drive you along to to, you to be who you want yeah. to be to want to be so yeah switching off from that um I think, yeah, they're probably my little mm. tools that I, I use. What about you? Yeah, I think they're really great tools, actually. And um, I do similar things. Like uh, lately I've been going through a phase of comparison, I think. So I've been going back to, yeah, focusing on my journaling. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I found really Is helpful. Is that because you've been, and you mentioned in the last episode, a little bit at that stuck, that stuck yes, kind of feeling? absolutely. Isn't that interesting that it's coming in? Yep. Yeah, so when you're not as clear on where you want to be. Exactly, and I'm not in my flow. Yep. It's exactly what you were talking about. So I've, I came a bit unstuck and I was feeling a bit, I guess, a bit down and a bit flat, so then the comparison starts to kick in. Yeah. It's really, it's exactly that pattern. Um, but another thing that I've been finding really useful lately is 
Kylie Lewis actually, and other people have talked about this too, but talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. Mm. So it was really interesting. I had a conversation with Rach Robertson actually recently, and it was really funny because I was saying, oh, you know, I just feel like I'm not doing enough and I'm not doing this. And then she was like, you, you, you're doing really well, training. You do so much and rah, rah, rah. And so she gave me a boost and then she said, oh, yeah, and, you know, I just feel like, oh, everyone expects me to get my programs out there. And, you know, like Rach is absolutely nailing it at the moment. Yeah. She's doing so much work. But she was, in her mind, she was thinking she wasn't doing enough. Not enough, yeah. And so I said, oh, no, Rach, you are doing so well. It's like gave her a big pep talk and I said, now, Rach, this is how we need to talk to ourselves. Oh, no. You know, we get yeah. so caught up in putting ourselves down and comparing ourselves. And sometimes we're not comparing to someone else, but we're comparing to this fictitious yes, idea in our head we are. of where we yep. should be. Exactly. And, and that's where, like, um, it's – and that generosity comes into this conversation, Lee, because it's about just, you know, paying someone a compliment. Yeah. You know, sometimes it can be the smallest kind of little incidental thing, but it just changes the way people, you know, yep. um, look at the world. You know, the yeah. other night I was chatting to someone and we were talking about knowing people and reading books and connections and she just said, you know, she'd read this book and she said it's written about people like you. You're a person who connects other people. And I kind of went, such a throwaway kind of thing to say, sort of, but I kind of walked away thinking, what a compliment. Yeah, that was yeah. so nice. I never thought about that before, yeah. you know, and, and there's lots of people we know that, that are like that. Yeah. You know? And I just kind of, it just, it just really... um. Fill my bucket. Well, and sometimes <laughs> just pay yourself a compliment too yeah. because that was another one of my – one of the things I do is is gratitude practices. Recognise the good stuff. And Exactly that, mm. yeah. And and thinking about and focusing on and even journaling on the things mm. that you are achieving and that you are doing and that you are proud of yeah. and just really coming back to that grounding yourself in what you actually are doing, not, mm. not what – and it's you are so spot on, Lee, about often it's this fictitious idea of what the expectations and the comparison of – you know, that's not even real. It's not even a reality and it's not even necessarily achievable or, no. you know, just it's sort of that negative thought process in our head. And so... Because we would never talk to anyone else like the way we talk to ourselves. Never. Our that's right. <laughs> even if it's the person that we really don't, yeah. you know, get along with or whatever. Like, we just, we just wouldn't. Yeah. No, absolutely. But I think, you know, again, and something I always try to think about and that we always talk about is just having the awareness of those thoughts in the first place is really important too. So mm-hmm. sitting with them, which is uncomfortable, you know, like sometimes you just mm. want to lock it away in a box and, mm. you know, have another glass of wine and forget about it. Well, <laughs> often you don't even realise, like a lot of people I think don't even realise they're doing it. You know, and that's yeah. where I was for a long time. Didn't mm. even have that. Like a, you sort of know, but you don't know. It's hard to explain. And you just don't have that next level of awareness about what you're doing so you can't even do anything about it so, so what was the turning point for you like did you read a book or did you did you yeah well gabby gabby bernstein's book yeah. was massive for me at that time i did a lot of different things but that was probably really i i think you know i always relate back to her book actually as being a real a real turning point for me because it did give you those daily tips and those daily exercises and as both of you said one thing that really particularly worked was this that correction of thought and that that ability and the empowerment of knowing that you can choose in every moment. Exactly. To say, I choose love instead. I used to say, I choose love instead. Yes. yes. And actually, I have been, I've gone back to that book this and, week. And, her and I've been reading it again. Oh, really? Because yeah. her meditations yeah. are great too. I recently shared them with someone, the meditations that kind of come with love one of those kindness books. And, and they're really short and sweet and they're in, they're sort of just to the point. Yes. And she had, she had that amazing 30 day yes. challenge of no, no judgment. judgment. That's pretty um, powerful. Which we have spoken about before, I think, on the podcast. And 
the earlier days. So, you know, that might even be an interesting kind of exercise that you can mm. try and apply yeah. that to, to comparison. Yeah. Because that not is to the say key. that you like it's not thirty days of no comparison because it's going to creep in but it's in that moment when it happens trying to, to flip it on its head yeah to, to sort of let it kind of pass through you and mm. um and it's sort of having that option i know when i first read that book by gabby bernstein my kids were still really little and um i think and um i was of the mindset then if something bad happened at the start of the day i felt like it was my duty to stay grumpy all mm. bloody day yeah you know yeah. just to beat myself up all day about mm-hmm. why and who and how and whatever and that book actually made me realise I didn't actually have to I do know. that. It's okay. I'll, once you have that self-awareness. It, left me, it mm-hmm. let me off the hook. Yeah. I can actually go, yes, you've had like a bad start to the day and this has happened and someone said this and whatever. But you can actually just... Turn it around. Move through it. Yeah. Leave it there. You don't yeah. have to carry it with you like a... Yeah, you know, so her, definitely, you know, if you haven't read her book, I would suggest going mm. back, going to that and checking that out for sure because the comparison often starts from judgment either of ourselves, probably of ourselves really, yeah. isn't it? It's when yeah. we're judging ourselves, then we start yeah. to compare and her work around that is mm. really helpful, isn't it? So, What about you, Lee? Did you have a turning point like, or, or, a, yeah. book or a person? or a well, you did, did you have a, did, It sounds like you've been in and out of comparison. Like it sort of comes up for you, um, but you didn't have a really bad patch where you were comparing yourself Oh, no, but I'd say it's just always, always been always there, there. Um, yep. which I imagine it is for every, everybody. But mm. when I, yeah, probably started on this, this path of, of self-growth and that self-discovery and awareness, that would have been around the time with Gabby Bernstein, which, yeah, I, I think my youngest was a baby, so probably eight, eight years ago um, or before he was born even. So, yeah, and, and Gabby was probably the starting point. Um, I had a few other books at that stage that I was reading, other people I was listening to as well. But before that, I think I was totally unaware. Mm, oblivious. Same. Yeah. Yep. So um, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. a blissful ignorance either. And it's, yeah. to look back. it's not to say either that you start reading these books and you have an interest in, in this kind of living this kind of life. Um that, that all these feelings then go get away. easier or no, go it's away. Just, it just helps. It just helps give yeah. you those tools. And, you can and talk it means about it. this yeah. will continue on always and the tools that we use will change. And it's interesting when I think you said before, Christine, talking about comparison and how it shows up for us all, not one of us have said that we struggle with comparison in like a, in a physical sense of looking mm. at somebody else and which in teenagehood mm. for women and, you know, growing Appearance. up, that's probably one of the biggest Oh, for sure. Um, issues for people in terms of comparison. I don't think from what we're saying that's an issue for us at this stage in our lives, which is really interesting in mm. itself. Um, it's not about that stuff. It's more about the, yeah, work and your lives and what you, you, know, what you do what and how you do doing it. And, yes. yes. And even our kids, like, I mean... Who's yes. got time to think about themselves? Well, <laughs> <laughs> But even touching on the body image thing, you know, that with the kids, but even our, our kids, like, they, they compare themselves because they're not allowed to take their phones to bed with them. And yes. all of their friends are allowed to take their phones. Bullshit they are. But you know what? That's 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 where, you know, you're at with that comparison. And I'm like, I don't care what other people do. Yes. I mean, we do care, but we, we don't need to do that. Just well, I always just say that. every family has different rules we when it comes exactly. to that one, but we can talk about social media in the next but episode that's a whole, all that yeah, whole yeah. tech stuff. But that's, um, a, that's a whole conversation for another day. It is. We might just move on to what we're loving yep. and to wrap up now. So, Lee, what are you loving this week? Um, so many things. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it that's to one, a little or? bit relevant to what we're talking oh, about. Yeah. Okay. Comparison. I was listening to a podcast last week. Um, 
and it was on the the group podcast which i've been going binging, crazy binging. On. <laughs> loving it um but this was an episode it was an interview with kim john payne and he's an australian educator uh, and a family counselor he lives in the u.s now but he is an aussie and he's worked all over the world um, helping parents build connections with their kids. So this podcast episode was about creating a value-centred value centered home. But what he was really talking about was um, the fact that these days we are, our children are really suffering from this undiagnosed epidemic of overwhelm and that he's seeing symptoms in kids just from, you know, normal families, all sorts of different backgrounds that are suffering from like a post-traumatic stress disorder like he has seen in you know soldiers who have come back from the war and that sort of thing um he's an amazing guy to listen to so look 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 this episode up if you can um but he's just saying that this is what he's seeing and that's a real epidemic and it's because our kids are so so overscheduled so, you know, at school all day long oh, and yeah. then after school stuff every day, then busy, busy weekends. And it is creating this real constant yeah, yeah. age of children who are so stressed and so anxious and so overwhelmed um, that we really need to be doing something about it to simplify their lives. And I found it interesting mm. just listening to because it is an area of comparison that parents fall into in looking at what everyone else's children are doing you know, in terms of sport and music mm-hmm. and yeah. extracurricular activities. And you're up against it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are just so many options of things that you can do. And, and sometimes you can be looking outward and thinking, oh, gosh, where they're not doing enough or, mm-hmm. or, you know, reflecting badly on yourself that I'm not giving them enough opportunities. You know, I should be giving them totally. every opportunity. But what he's saying is it's the worst possible thing that I we can know. be doing. Kids need more unstructured time. Sure. To be creative and to let them let, let their little bodies switch off be, and relax. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it just it did feed into that comparison kind of topic and mm. and um, yeah, one that I think we've spoken about before that we do all grapple with. So I For think sure. it's just a nice thing to keep in mind. And um, the yeah. FOMO, the FOMO is real. Yeah. Like, you know, but I think it's probably the parents that dictate the FOMO too. Yeah, so that's a good one to yeah. listen to really, I think isn't just it? a really yeah. good and you'll reality We'll check. include the link yeah, to that. We'll put the yeah, link definitely. into that. So definitely. That's, that's a great one to listen to. What about you, Katrina? Oh, well, me. I'm loving at the moment and I, I just love, you know, I think I've talked about Sophie Hansen before, but she has a new book out. It's called A Basket by the Door. And I think it just fits in beautifully Great with name. our whole, isn't it? Yeah. I think it fits in so beautifully with our whole spreading the good stuff sort of ethos. And um, yeah, she, so it's all about like cooking food for people when they're sick or giving them a little hamper when they're, you know, if they've lost someone or um, those nice family times like camping weekends and you know, little, little comfort packs for people and just this beautiful company food. And the recipes are beautiful. And I've been using it heaps and it's just, you know photography is gorgeous as always and and I just think um Sophie has such a beautiful community and a beautiful mm. you know sort of message and we really need to get her on this oh. show actually I would love to interview her one day so hopefully we can do that but yeah I highly recommend I think I read lovely. a review about that and it just talked about the power of making a, a meal for someone or oh, you know yeah. or just offering in that way because it just it's not just the, about the meal it's about the fact that you've Somebody taken the time cares. and thought about exactly it, you know, like, yep. it's just it, it just it's amazing so it special volumes. yeah yeah. Mm, love it. yeah so yeah loving That's that one you. what about you chris i've got a couple of small ones um 
The first one is in the last episode when Leonie was talking about the town in the Philippines that were um, penalising people $10 or something for gossiping. Yeah. And we've introduced that into our house, you know, not that we're big gossips, but, you know, it kind of just creeps in. And, and even when we're sitting around the dinner table at night, we'll often joke about it and say, oh, it's $10. No one's actually put any money in the jar yet. But <laughs> it's been a really um, interesting one because it's sort of made our kids aware of of what maybe gossiping is yeah, or it's how, a lighthearted how way it comes to up. Talk about yeah, it. it's like, actually, that sounds cool. like gossiping. And like, no, 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 I'm just kind of saying what someone else said. That doesn't mean that's that. gossip. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been fun. We've had a lot of t- oh, fun cool. with that. And I just wanted to just mention one other um, thing that I was loving, um, and it relates to our Letting Go episode we did a couple back, a, couple, a while back now. And yesterday I was feeling a bit poorly and I just um, – let go of, you know, the things I felt like I had to do and just jumped in bed and finished a book that I'd been trying to read for about nearly a year. And that was really nice. I just love the fact that I did that and I thought we should do this more often because mm. um, every cloud has silver lining, um, you know, if you're not feeling up to the world, sometimes where possible you need to just take the time and slow down. And let go. I love that you did that. I was just good. Yeah. 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 It was good to really finish good. that book. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's it. Yeah, well, that's. I think that'll wrap us up for today and a lovely conversation about comparison. So, um, as always, thank you for listening and we'll look guys. forward to being back for next episode 25 where we're going to talk about social media and how that uh, impacts and influences our lives. I think that's probably a good follow-on from the comparison one because um, definitely social media is definitely part of the comparison conundrum, isn't it? So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode and um, see you in a couple of weeks. Bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to Spreading the Good Stuff, the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe over at iTunes. We'd love you to leave us a rating. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Spreading the Good Stuff. You can find all our show notes and previous episodes at our website, thesplendidword.com.au. Thanks for listening.